Today's episode of the Alt Kings podcast is brought to you by X-Spectre. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Alt Kings podcast. I'm your host, Tate, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Illuminati Congo on one of the best days of the year, 420. How you doing? Yo, I'm, I'm already pretty iry. I'm already pretty high uh, just just from life. I've... Uh, I've blazed a little already, so, you know, got my endocannabinoid system feeling optimal. That's great to hear. It's an <laughs> honor to have you, and, you know, I've seen you everywhere, damn near, and I've heard so much great about you, and you're across, like, 34 different chains from what you told me in the past. That's it's quite more, impressive. It's pre- it's yeah, you more, said more than that, too. That's insane. Yeah, it's more than that. It's... it's uh. At first, it seemed like it was going to be hard to keep up with, but now it's just like, oh, new chain I got to build with? All right, write the seed phrase down, put it in the safe, and jump in. You know what I'm saying? It's, I have uh, one of my best-kept secrets. It's not really a secret. I tell people about it, but the SafePal wallet uh, can can actually hold, uh, like, almost every every coin. It doesn't do wow. HBAR. It's not... It's not it it does have XRP, but more so like uh, Aptos, Solana, Polygon, E, uh, even even some other stuff people don't even ain't even heard of like Nervos Network, CKB. It, it got support for for most of the things I f with. So it's not like I have to jump from wallet to wallet yeah. all the time. I have you know a couple little good ones that can contain everything. Well, that's I did not know about that. I'll have to look a little deeper into that. It's quite interesting. I'll tell you one more thing. They used to have uh, a DAP decentralized, no KYC connect to Binance on the SafePal. They <clears throat> Binance had to change that, but then they put another one, and it's MEXC. So wow. MEXC is that one that you know they got all of the new low market cap coins. And you don't have to do anything but connect through your wallet. You don't do no <laughs> KYC. So I'm so it's easy access to the early intel is what you're you saying. Know, it, and and you don't give them no information other than the wallet address uh, to do your work over there. So I think that's one of the best kept secrets for people trying to do cross chain activity is is that safe power wallet. Makes sense. So I mean. We could be here for hours, I honestly think, talking. And we've talked a lot in the past. But, we um, talked for an hour just to have a small conversation the other I day. I know. It was amazing. <laughs> There's so much to be talked about in this space and even outside of this space. It's just, you know, when you find people that you can relate with, it it just makes a whole lot of sense to talk to them forever, you know, because it's, it's like-minded conversations. But uh, I really want to know more, and I'd love for everybody listening to know more. Who is Illuminati Congo? Well, Illuminati Congo, that is the the name that has stuck with my my brand, my band. You know, I'm a hip hop artist. I'm also a breath worker. Uh, I'm an author, and so uh, the that name has sort of stuck with all of my brand all around, and it's because I really delve deep into the concepts of illumination and and the natural our natural uh, connection 
to that infinite illumination and to to restore that in simple ways to to people not not necessarily complex ways but to simplify all all the stuff that like that whole wall on the other side is all books and over here is impressive i love to see it too because i want the same thing (laughs) yeah and so i haven't read all of them I could say maybe I've I've read about seventy percent of them, and then maybe more I've photo read. Like there's a way to sort of speed read and photo read things. Sure. Uh, and then just having having the books around, it it feels better to be able to go to the the physical references for the things I'm thinking about and uh, and get them from there. Often I can't find it online, but but anyhow, to to return illumination to the people, because instead of putting Illuminati as some uh, some group of people that's trying to take over the world, there are people who are manipulating things. There's groups of people who have ill intentions uh, for control and domination. Uh, but I don't think most of them even call themselves Illuminati. They're, they call themselves the World Bank, the IMF, Trilateral yeah. Commission, the Bilderberg Group. Uh, they have, you know, family names like World Economic Forum. Yeah, World Economic Forum. You know, there's so many actual people and organizations, agencies and institutes that we can call out and actually not just call out, but work to, to direct in new ways instead of uh, just saying Illuminati, Illuminati this, Illuminati that. Uh, so I, that's yeah. another reason I've, I've returned, returned that to the people. And then I'm, I'm Rasta. So Nati Congo, I don't know if you, you know any about Rasta culture, but, you know, Bob Mali is saying, grow your Nati Congo. And a dread, not dread, Nati Congo, like my, my G big youth. So the not this yeah. is the Nati Congo, the Rasta. And so Illuminati, we just bring it together, Illuminati Congo, so that we could uh put a put more of a natural spin, more of a natural yeah. illumination spin on things. I love the twist, and it makes the most sense, I believe. And it fits you really well because I mean, although it kind of has that terminology Illuminati in it, I don't necessarily look at it that way. You're the complete opposite of some sort of person like that manner. And, uh, but it, I mean, even like, it's a fun fact. The World Economic Forum is a private company that basically runs all of the money in the world. And it's quite insane if you get really deep into all of that. But there's so much, like I said, there's, you could be, we could be sitting here and talking for hours about stuff like that. But, for sure. And, yeah. and even our one of our favorite chains that we work with, well, let's not call it a chain, you know, the graph, you know, they, they're they working close with uh, the World Economic Forum in certain ways. And that could cause alarm to some, even if, if it's a little, uh, you know, I definitely have to slow up and really consider what I'm doing, but, but I have. And knowing that we have people like Lehman Baird, who I, I see his heart and, and his uh, vision. I see like Patches and a lot of the people who are contributing to our ecosystem where their heart and mind is in this 
we might be able to, as I was saying before, direct things in a different way. We might be able to be like a Trojan horse to the World Economic Forum. Now, of course, we're saying all this uh, aloud yeah. here, so it's not, you know, no secretive thing, but it's more so just just how the natural turn of events, uh, along with people working towards these things, you, you never know how, how we could impact the overall situation with, uh, with the World Economic Forum yeah. itself through where we stand, from where Just we stand. People. Yeah, it's true. Mm -hmm. I mean, because it's a much smaller sort of source of power. I mean, it's a big power. It's a big source of power, but it's a much smaller group. You can people can always overrun more people. It's just yeah, you get the gist of it. We can change the hearts and minds. Yeah, of we people. can. It's just a matter of doing so, and it's mm -hmm. also being manipulated from outside factors. Also, there's a lot of manipulation mm -hmm. in this world. There and is. It's quite. It's just overwhelming to most, and a lot of people don't know exactly which way to go. In a lot of cases, but um, you know it's just it's crazy to see it's crazy to see how the world's come if you just think if you look at what it is today and you know you go back even just to the early 2000s it's a complete different world and it's it's it is what it is what we have to do is get the people though behind us like you kind of said and like you know push it towards the right direction in a sense right yeah yeah i think we can do that yeah i believe so also it's just crazy. It's a matter of doing so. I, and I look, yeah. Anyways, how'd you find crypto? Uh, I found crypto through, it was a friend long in 2017. He was like, man, there's this thing called Ethereum. Uh, you should get some. And I was like, oh, word. And I looked into it and sort of looked into smart contracts and how it'll be connected to like the changing of data ownership and things. And I was like, huh, this is interesting. I'll buy a few of these. And so I bought a few Ethereums and then I just kept buying them uh, and had them in my Coinbase until 2020. And then this dude was like, man, I can, I can show you how to, you know, be your own private bank, do, you know, do this and do that with all, with your crypto, telling me all about NFTs. And so I was like, where? So, so then I took a class with him and then, then I made that, that's next month after my class, I made this coin here, uh, which was the first NFT I made. So it, it was released in 2021, January 2021. And maybe it was the first physical coin released uh, connected to NFTs. Maybe not. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. But it was definitely. Yeah, it was. Well, the world will know because. We can check on chain and that's maybe true. find who else was doing it. But yeah, at true. this moment, I don't know who who attached any coins to that. So I had been I had been about making my own money prior to this. Like I've printed my own uh, currency and been playing a game of printing currency and attempting to exchange it for things of value, for for weed, for hash, for. Uh, Clothes for Federal Reserve notes. I've exchanged it for all of that, and it's pretty much similar to how NFTs are. Uh, something of value, an, an image, or what what the what the money was. It had ideas of value, so ideas that could possibly, if you mastered the idea, multiply your income. 
And so I, and it would come with a book on how to do the same thing and print this money up yourself. So I would explain to people this, this game and some would be like, yo, I like the game and they would trade me for it. And maybe they would never print up their own money. There was this one little kid at my, at my kid's school, uh, you know, years ago, and he ran with it. He took the money, started printing it his own, started trading it with people and doing the same thing. It was, it was really fun. Uh, so to me, that was pre-crypto, pre-NFT exploration of alternative money systems. So it just made sense to explore it on chain, on graph, and see see what we can do with a bigger community and a bigger market with a pretty much a similar idea. <laughs> yeah, I love how you explained it because I could just tell you, you know, you're explaining it to somebody who's not necessarily too familiar with crypto. I feel as if a lot of us in just, you know, this Web3 space have to really kind of dumb it down and simplify it as much as possible when talking to people who have no prior experience to crypto. And I think that's a, you know, the way you explained it, it made complete sense. And so it was very easy for me, not necessarily knowing what you're doing to understand what you're doing. And so I think that's great. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. I love the coin. I think it's really unique and it, it fits, it fits everything. How'd you get it created? Uh, I was, I looked for different places to create, to create coins. And I found, uh, I found a place that somehow was like top quality. If you could see the coins nice. in person, you would be like, Whoa, like it's iron. I see the so, you know, I, yeah, it's there. So, you know, Iron Chief, he he's the only person in our Hedera ecosystem who scooped one. And he's he, of course he would, because he's a, a master craftsman of similar things. But so this is these are like a more mass produced thing. But Iron Chief, uh, he he produces like with this sand mold in it's in the very hand touch. Uh, so but even him, he was able to appreciate the the detail of yeah. of this, and uh, I just got to give a shout out to 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 him because he's shout definitely been yeah he's been doing great works for and with the community. True that, and it's great to see various amount of you know very skilled people in their own ways, just you know actually taking their time to and in, be involved in the community and engage with others and you know network. And that was kind of, you know, it kind of relays into my next question in a way. How were you able to network with so many uni unique people from so many unique chains? And like, what is your kind of approach in regards to networking and connecting with like-minded individuals? Uh, I One way is, and I think is pretty much a given, is you just get an NFT. You get that, you buy an NFT that's a part of whatever chain is there uh, sure and then you just connect that way now there's some there's some ignorance in that because you might be buying if you don't get any intel from people on the chain first you might get a rug you might buy something garbage and you know I've, I've done that before yeah i've you know just tried to get onto the chain to experience it and i bought some garbage that the art looked good to me but the people behind it have sort of disappeared uh and then, you know, I learned that uh, further, further on, but pretty much 
the the best way I found is to on Twitter uh, usually is the easiest place to find people and who are connected to their project or to their art and then ask them about it. And if it resonates, I, I scoop it and then start joining the community that way. And, and through doing that early on, before it's a whole bunch of people over there and in supporting people who might not have as much support, uh, you, you really build strong relationships because you're not out there following a hype train and you'll get yeah. lost. You'll, you'll just disappear in, in a sea of other people in, in that hype. But when you can actually connect with real people, form real relationships just by talking, uh, joining spaces, commenting on if people say something that resonates with you, uh, comment on it and and build those relationships. If you see someone, for me, I, I, I look for people who are sharing content or ideas that are similar to how I think, and then I support them and I support that. And then I find myself being supported and having a network that way. Makes sense. I think it was great that you said like, you know, just buy an NFT because it makes sense. And, you know, even when you enter into a lot of these smaller communities, people are just trying, you know, they're just trying to be involved and get engaged with how Web3 works and just each crypto, each cryptocurrencies network in a sense, or in our case, majority of the times the Hashgraph technology. But uh, it's, it's nice to see people trying. And when they find people who are willing just to support them in the littlest way, just by buying what they created, it goes a long way with them. And it can actually touch them in a, a very meaningful way, Yeah. especially when you're one of the only few who do so, even if they rug because they don't know how to provide utility. So, I mean, that alone goes a long way and is able to impact somebody exponentially, I believe. It's true. And we, and, and we don't know the speculative uh, future of of these things anyhow there may yeah. be a day when some of these oldest things the first uh nfts created on these chains are just somewhat of collector's items and if they're not you have we have them as our own memorabilia of of our time there it's it's there's so many ways we can extract value from whatever we're doing uh or you could look at it another way and, and depreciate the value. It, it depends on your mindset. It goes um, both ways. Yeah. And yeah. there's a reason that you sometimes you have to be like, yo, I, I've been buying too many rugs. I've been buying too much garbage. I need to slow down and really I it's not sustainable uh, yeah. for me. Uh, so it's not just throw throw money at everything, but. Uh, just just weigh out where where can you find value for for yourself now uh, monetarily maybe aesthetically and how can you provide uh, value for others in in a similar way yeah that's, that's great I think the same way to be honest with you and it, it really comes down to mindset because I think your mindset is your whole mentality at the end of the day whatever way you think, is going to be the way you reflect and you output into the world. If you think negatively all the time, 
you're going to be basically receiving all negative back because that's how you think and that's how you feel. But if you think with an optimistic, open mindset where you're not necessarily, you're just accepting. You're accepting of what's coming and regardless of what happens, you'll bounce back. That's what I look at it like, you know, regardless of what negative, regardless of what negativity comes to you and attracts to you in whatever manners you will bounce back from it and it's not like you're attracting it you know i mean shit happens and life happens at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and we're not going to be able to always you know have the perfect life but you do what you can you figure everything out humans human nature is to figure shit out i believe and excuse my language it's just the 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 greater scheme of things i believe i don't know i'm just kind of going on to it but you're a man of a lot of knowledge, I believe. You see the bookshelf behind you and the many <laughs> bookshelves you've spoken about. What kind of books have you wrote in the past? Uh, so I wrote six books. Uh, the first one uh, was about breathing and rainbow body, our, our aura and ways ways to enjoy our life all the time through the context that we choose to see it through and through the breath. Then I wrote a book about using poison in the city, using overpopulation and and uh, the the drastic situation in the city as some, somewhat like a, a spiritual path. Uh, <clears throat> there's, there's uh, this book is called Urban Aghori. There's people in India named Aghori who are, they're ho- holy people, uh, you know, this, they're saints, but they they do the most, uh, I would say, taboo type of things. Like, so it, bodies sometimes are found floating down the river Ganga and the Ganges River. And that that got what? There, there's numerous reasons, but that sure. it may have happened. But the people... Who are a part of this they're like uh vultures they they take dead bodies and they do rituals with them they do meditations with these dead bodies they even will eat dead bodies of humans uh which is you know quite horrid it, it seems uh like you could get sick from doing such things but they do it and they they do it as a spiritual practice in order to they're they're called uh aghora means no fear so the word horror like in horror movies that's like fear aghora means no fear in in the sanskrit uh yogic language and so their approach is to go to things that are the most feared and that are the most taboo and to show that they have no fear with it, that they can sit with it just like it's a sacrament of taking the wine and the the crackers or just like a baptism. Uh, it's, it's as sacred to them because all is just one energy, all is God. So I wrote a book explaining how we can sort of use the poison in the city uh, and the the metaphor of how they do their thing can also be applied to uh, our own our own lives uh, for for spiritual benefit. I also wrote a book called uh, about words, 
all about words. Uh, it's called synchronostic phonetymology. Uh, so etymology is the study of the origin of words and the history of where which words are connected to which historically. But the way that words, when words sound similar, but have no historical connection, often that's overlooked as just, oh, well, that's just folklore etymology. There's no real uh, connection historically. And that's that may be true, but there are connections through cymatics, through the sound that creates a certain shape every time because that particular sound and frequency is going to create a shape yeah. uh, based upon its the way it's vibrating that's that's cymatics and so if you're saying the word uh here like i'm i, I can hear it's yeah. going to create the same shape frequency as the word here as being here and there has to be some if if it's going to create a similar shape in in the world of frequency then there has to be some significance there uh so the book touches on things like that it's also it's called synchronostic phonetymology so that synchronous synchronicity that's when things are aligned and uh, gnosis is inner knowledge so that's gaining some inner wisdom or inner knowledge and inner knowing through when when there's some type of alignment or synchronicities happening so it's a it's a book about grammar and the occult it's a very smart book about grammar <laughs> of grammar yeah i yeah. asked a thank you i asked ai uh, about it i said uh what is synchronistic phonetymology and they said it's a new branch of uh, linguistics that's uh, very important for understanding language. I think they were just humoring me. They probably wanted to stroke my ego, uh, but I felt very, uh, I felt like, oh, okay, AI, AI knows I'm doing something. Uh, AI is taking <laughs> over. That's what's happening. But I, I think that book's amazing because a lot of cases, people, people aren't too, I mean, it's more than just, I mean, people aren't oh, like the here, here situation. It makes so much sense with how it's, you know, like how it's spoken and people aren't sometimes aware of the meaning behind both. And it goes for a lot of other words as well. And so I think that, you know, making that connection between both and I'm not exactly sure what you exactly do within the, I, I get it. I have a base underlying of what you do within the book, but I, I'd love to see it someday. Eventually. Is it like, can I purchase it anywhere or? Yeah, it's on Amazon and, and uh, all the places you might look for books. Good deal. Uh, it's, I'll check it out then. It's one. Yeah. It's, it's the way I preface it is that none of this is to form a belief system. It's, None of it is to provide a meaning to someone else from from someone else of the meaning of something. It, it's for you to find meaning in sure. in what these connections mean, uh, because if if someone else is providing you the meaning, then you're just going back to the same loop of believing what someone else. But when you can 
find how the how a word resonates for you and why that word resonates for you like even the word love that the word love gets played out it's used so often or especially in our in our space uh community you know these words get uh drained of some of what they the strength they might have and to sit with a word for a little longer to to see what it means to us to see why we we are going to use those words is important because there's no reason to speak other than creating magic it's words and language in its original you look at runes look at hebrew uh look at all of the ancient languages they their original purpose was all for magic the hieroglyphics it was all for spell spelling spells and spelling you may have heard that that you know when you're writing uh when you're spelling your magic spelling but there's more to it there's when you're writing you've have you heard of right magic rites or rituals or the holy writ the holy writ is is the authority uh and authority has the word author in it, it so does. that that's again the, the writer and we can go for for a minute uh, on to really understand why how we speak and think and what we write and affirm has uh impact magically and there's really no reason to speak unless you want to evoke a reality and <laughs> in, in, in create something so a lot of speech is frivolous and not just frivolous it's counterproductive to what we are looking to do because we're actually creating realities with our speech and oftentimes it goes unnoticed unconscious speaking of which i'm going to create a reality with this chalice right now it's 420 Happy we always Oh. Yeah, we always pray and give thanks before we blaze. So we give thanks for the alt kings. We give thanks for our crypto space and for peer-to-peer -peer exchange for our ability to really build with the people and bring power to the people, possibly again, through these new technologies and the community and the family that's here opening their hearts and minds to, to build new technology, to build new avenues and pathways of our success. We're thankful for the inspiration in our life that's keeping us healthy, strong, healing us, repairing us, helping us forgive and get stronger every day. May these herbs expand our lungs, our mind, our hearts. Om Namah Shivaya. Rastafari. You're the man. You are the man. Illuminati Congo for you all. That's amazing. Smoke weed every day. Now I'm playing. Love it. For, happy 420. That's yeah. a great way to start the day. I got mine done earlier this morning as well. Uh, yeah, it's a great way. I mean, dude, you're amazing to talk to. I'm so thankful to actually have you on and just be able to pick apart your mind in a sense and get, just hear you speak and hear your voice on a lot of different topics. And it's it's nice because that's what this podcast was for was information 
and to bring value to others in any slightest way and mainly focused web three instances with like project creators and founders and people who are developing in the space. But I love having, you know, just in my eyes, you're a creator just because of everything you've done within the space and outside of the space. And it's goes so much more than just a creator, (coughs) but the overall scheme of things, I think that's the easiest way to justify kind of what I see you as. And so, it's it's just a, a pleasure to have you here, man. I'm glad well, we can talk. Thank you, man. It's not over I, yet, I, though. I got plenty more for you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I made a post recently. Uh, well, actually, it was a while ago. I just uh, recycled it. And I said, you take the, the C out of the word reactor and put it at the front and be the creator. You know what I'm saying? Love be the creator, not the reactor, because makes sense. Reacting to things, you're just, you know, you're letting other people create and then you just reacting. But when you're the creator, you you direct it, you deliberate with it. A lot of people are in in this world. I do have have some NFTs on Hedera too, just, you know, a few little music NFTs. I've just put out songs big enough to community. Uh, and I, I have some more coming out soon. Uh, we're going to have, cause I don't think I've bigged up the alt Kings on, on any of the songs. And I got a lot of members in the community that need to get a uh, shout out, like lady H bar and George and Oreo, you know what I'm saying? JK. There's a lot of people who, who, who need, uh, recognition just from the community who have been there, uh, building with us. There's also another project. There's so many people out there that I can name right now, but I don't want to just, you know, pick and choose. I, yeah. I have love for everyone. Yeah, man. You know, you know how we do in hip hop. We just yeah. be throwing names out yeah, and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but it's you. a project I, I work with uh, called uh, the Mr. Misters, too. I'm like uh, a small part of their team. And uh, that project, just to just to throw a little out there about it, uh, they're working with IBC, uh, the Cosmos blockchain, and Secret uh, specifically, uh, the Secret blockchain on IBC. And Secret is one of my favorite privacy chains uh, available. And they also have private NFTs, Secret NFTs. Wow. And through owning the Mr. Misters, uh, you're going to be you're going to be qualified for certain airdrop uh, that's connected to uh, to that blockchain, and which which you know who who doesn't want uh, you know free airdrops? Yeah, you know what I'm saying but. Arbitrum airdrop was insane. <laughs> Yo, I love that. That did me justice. Arbitrum and optimism, but uh i have to say we're, we're we're also working talking with hashport i don't know how soon this is going to be but when we get it set up that this secret to hedera is doable we've just created the first privacy uh 
yeah the connection through yeah. through hash graphs so so if people need to do privacy for any reason they'll they'll be able to do that so uh it's just something to, to keep in mind you know the mr misters are some of the dopest art for for me you know I, we've got I a lot over across, here they're beautiful yeah, man. i travel across chains and it's some of the dopest across all all my chains so just based on the art i got them but uh, if you if you want to be like I'm I'm feeling like starting to scoop a few of them just for friends as, as gifts like people who I know who mess with secret and mess with uh, uh, IBC I'm I'm gonna just start scooping a few for gifts and you know giving them to some of my my partners so they could be they could be ready for whatever's about to happen with this blizzard I think it's called blizzard. Uh, finance it's like some type of it's gonna be the first decks or something on secrets so i i don't even know uh, i can't give y'all the super alpha because <laughs> all the, that's that's uh mr minded he he's the one working yeah, I was about to say, shout out mr minded that man is a og in this space and he is a true talent when it comes to his art i was just yeah blown away by what he's able to pull off with just the mr minded or the mr mr's collection and it's just it's impressive yeah man yeah so tap in with mr minded you know what i'm saying the arbiters you'll be able to see what's up what's coming if if any of that interests you gotta give what a shout some, out to my family definitely definitely that what are some other nft projects that you like Within not even just Hedera, but other chains as well. What are the ones that you really catch your eye the most, I'd say? You can name like three to five, let's say. Hmm. hmm. I, I like Umens, World of Umens a lot. I You know, I came in contact with her on Phantom, but she has stuff on Ethereum as well. And she's been at uh, New York, uh nyc nft nft nyc with two, yeah. these past two years like they've they've had her art bang posted wow. on the on the big thing and uh she she's such a genuine and, and real artist in the space uh so i know there's uh there's long-term uh growth and it's already been solid and uh and profitable uh what else what else is there? I, I think the Truth Labs team is really dope. Uh, my PFP on uh, Twitter uh, it has been left as that for a while just because, you know, they ever since they did that blue check thing, you can't really change your profile properly and go through all that garbage. Uh, I've just left it there as, as that NFT. And they're the ones who did Goblin Town and also the Illuminati NFTs. And and they're they're a solid a solid group. Uh, I I see them as being able to do things uh, similar to Yuga Labs, but uh, that's all uh, speculative as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I, nice. I don't know much. I don't yeah. know much about Frank and the D Gods, but and I don't own any of that. But Neither that's like. Just from the sideline, I'm like, yo, it seemed like whatever that's about, homie is on point. I've been seeing a lot more of like a kid called Beast now as well. And what they're doing over there is 
Yeah. And Hedera, yeah, Hedera has uh, got a lot of people in a, a kid called Beast now. We we definitely had a strong uh, cross pollination. Yeah. That and I think that uh, who what's that guy's name? Machiavelli, I think his name is. I think he's the I, I, he's a guy who's always in Twitter spaces. I can't really remember his name exactly. He might be that, but uh, he, I feel as if he was one of the guys to mainly bridge a lot of people. I, I know he kind of made connections with Hangry as well as Panda and some other guys in the space, and it's just it's nice to see those cross chain connections starting to be made because Hedera needs more of that. If we're gonna really you know scale to you know potentially tens of millions of dollars on a daily basis in regards of NFT volume, uh, you know, we're going to need to really start making better and bigger connections and start really bringing, we have to ramp up the scale. Like we have to scale in regards of onboarding, I believe, and really getting people engaged, like who are not necessarily just underground artists, but we need more like mainstream media. I think that's what we need more of. It's people yeah. like, you know, Frank from D-Gods or just people like, you know, fucking excuse my language once again. I don't cuss too often, but what's his name? I'll give I, you- just like crypto punks and stuff, you know, not necessarily them bridging mm-hmm. to Hedera, but people of that right. figure and that stature within Hedera. And I think that over time yeah. it'll come, but we're also building our own faces like the Dead Pixel Ghost Club and Hangry Barboons, but... There's yeah. so many chains out there. I feel as if people have too many options and then it's hard for them to sometimes pick or choose because Hedera and the H barbarians, we are a very sustainable chain, but I think a lot of people are hindsighted by it and blindsided because they see all these other quote unquote stable chains. And you know that you have low transaction like cost and fairly high transaction like times. It just, yeah. I feel as if there's too many options for people to really make a chance, like a, a quality choice and stick with one. Yeah, man. It, I, I see that it's, it's so far spread out after, yeah. after the, after ETH and then Solana, it, everything is just spreading it all out. Have you seen and, multiverse X? Uh, yo, not, I don't, you, I don't own anything over there. Neither yet, do I, know? but like, I don't know if you've That's ever seen those ETHO, polls. Right? You've seen those, po- yeah. Uh, I think it's Etho. I thought it was the the bridge from Ethereum. I don't know. Multi- it's like, like multiverse X. Yeah, multiverse, multiverse X. X. I'm I'm pretty sure that's Ego. Uh, that 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 they uh, rebranded their name. Uh, gotcha. To 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 that or or what's it called? Uh, L. Let, let me let me look it up right LCX. now. LCX. No, no, not LCX. Uh, <laughs> what, what were they called? Uh, We've done weren't they called the like the, weren't they called like Elrond or something? Uh, uh, maybe I have no clue. I just saw them come out of nowhere, basically, and like you know, some people post like these Twitter polls in regards to just what's the best chain and Hedera has been up against that once in the past, I remember. And it just like blew out all of the competition. And I don't know if it was botted or not, but it was just mind blowing to see. And then I just started diving into some of these projects on there. And there's a lot with, you know, decently scalable and with high volume in a lot of cases, I'm just curious. It just seemed like it was so spread out and it seemed like there was only a hand few actually like 
taking the taking the multiverse X by storm. But uh, yeah, yeah, it is ego. It is uh, the ticker is E G L D E G L D. Uh, so it used to be that that ego, and I used to own it. I made a little profit on it uh, and just sold it. Uh, <clears throat> It's, it's one that I'm going to have to get just so that I can have an NFT over there and see what it does, see if I like it. But, Add it uh, to the collection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's great to hear. I've only got one other question for you, Illuminati Congo. And I appreciate you taking the time. Once again, if you could do one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Hmm. One thing for the rest of my life, um, I I don't know if that if it's the right how, question. How, it doesn't mean you can't do other things. So put it in this perspective: say you get you have one thing you can do, but you can also do many other things. But you're just not doing those things as much as this one thing. If that makes sense. It would be to visit all the hot springs and cold springs around the world that I can and just be soaking, soaking every every day, every other day in new, new springs. That's amazing. What <laughs> makes you want to do that? Uh, just a lot of I, benefits, I, I assume? Yeah, it's just relaxing. It, you know, it helps me enjoy life, enjoy yeah. the fire, the heat, the the air. Enjoy, <clears throat> enjoy what I think. Uh, what why why I'm here is is you know to enjoy this earth. You know, there's tons there's tons of other things I want to do and contribute. Yeah, uh, but you know, if I if it was just not if this just the main thing I'm doing. Uh, you know, it would it would be to to relax and and adventure, hike to springs and and soak in. That's that's <laughs> incredible. Thank you for your time once again. If there's anything else you'd like to leave out on, now's the time to do so. Happy four twenty, and yeah, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you, Tate. Thank you for keeping the uh, keeping the people in tune with what's going on and uh, allow me to share on here. I see great things for the All Kings and the, and the podcast. You know, y'all consistency is, uh, is inspiring. So I'm going to keep building and uh, learning and growing with y'all. Appreciate you once again. And ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, this has been the All Kings podcast and make sure to go hit, hit you some weed. Peace. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.